0: Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Debris. This is season one, episode 10. We're getting to the last home stretch, and I don't want it to end. This episode, I am Icarus, was written by J.H. Wyman and Kyle Learman, directed by Patrick McKinley. I give this episode an 8.8 8 out of 10. I enjoyed it, but it was rather repetitive. <laughs> it's the whole point of the episode it's a time loop but man um by the end of it i was like just get them back together i don't like the things anymore oh the jumping so much jumping and i don't know if you know this about me but watching people hold their breath underwater is very uncomfortable so every time those scenes and they jumped i was like oh god i gotta turn away Cause i just uh i stop breathing when they're yeah i'm one of those people that still have to plug my nose <laughs> or hold my nose pinch my nose is what i meant uh when i'm going down in a pool i sounded really dirty for some reason <laughs> but a good episode uh some emotional impact um I don't know if I love my siblings as much as Shelby and Kathleen love each other. <laughs> That's a special thing. Because seriously, i it's not that I wouldn't have wanted to get back to my sibling. But the way they were giving each other hard eyes. I was like, wait a minute, y'all related, right? Before we do jump into um, the recap here, I just have to address the elephant in the room. Which is... The people who going around talking about, oh, it's so tropish to have the two people be in love with each other. And here we go. I just want to ask peers, maybe grab a pencil,
1: take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge.
0: Look here, people watch TV for a variety of reasons. Some like the mystery. Some like the action. Some like to laugh. And others, others like to invest in relationships. This has spun upon a phenomenon known as shipping. Now, shipping is not something that is always a positive thing, but nor is it always a negative thing. Sometimes shipping involves friendship. Sometimes it's a wish for something more romantic, sometimes it's just what you're feeling and how you're feeling it this in no way does anything to derail tv shows people wanting to invest in two people romantically whether the show goes there or not does nothing to derail a tv show and yet many usually ones with the dick variety always see two people making hard eyes at each other after being friends and they're like well it's so tropish if they get together first and foremost whether it's tropish or not how many times are those black women and white men or any other variety on the male spectrum and a black woman So no, it's not trope because we don't see that nearly as often as we see other same sex or same ethnicity getting together on primetime television. So one, if you want to call a trope, then it's a trope to your own species and your own freaking ethnic group. Okay? So that's one point. Secondly, why the fuck do you care? Why do you feel that making your thoughts clear about how you don't want it to go why why do you feel knowing that people are out there wanting it just to feel this i mean i am all about everyone having their opinion but you gotta respect other people's opinion right i I gotta acknowledge that other people may not feel that way so i don't sit there and be like well you know i don't really i just think it's just so you know i I heard a podcast about this and i unsubscribed immediately because I was tired of hearing it I'm so tired of hearing it and it's almost a shit on anyone who is wanting that and it's a natural fucking thing what do you think people don't watch tv to figure out what relationships and if they are or if they aren't I mean maybe you don't because you have a dick (laughs) and romance is not your strong suit clearly I mean fucking can't date a guy right now because they think two sentences strung together with five words that don't make sense is something that you put out there for girls to do and if there are girls out there that ain't got no self-esteem and be riding your cock so be it but that's not what real women want. they want to see a bond develop between two people and if it goes romantic great even if it doesn't go romantic you're still gonna be invested in wanting it to be romantic or just be invested in that friendship. And there's nothing wrong with it. So stop throwing out your fucking negativity because you just can't handle it. Now let's get to this recap. Brian uncuffs Shelby, who's apologetic, but he tells him, no, it's my fault as he threw them off course. Seeing as he's now co piloting this whole time loop shit and is not being honest about what he really wants so I was kind of confused by this because you know it was late (laughs) when I watched the episode but I think I figured it out he really like part of him wanted to go back to being Maddox's puppet again I'm guessing going back to the person who didn't care but he really does care and he wants to get back to that person despite it how much it thro- derailed his entire life the boys jump because there's only like very few realities in which they are partners but anyhow the boys jump once again with brian getting shot by grace but instead of his reality he uh is still with the bitch and she is the chattiest partner ever what the fuck? small talk is like a stake to my heart i just want to bang my head against the freaking door i hate small (laughs) chat chit chat i just can't i can't stand it i'm just like oh i don't care why can't you just shut up in peaceful silence and contemplate your life like i am doing when he goes to the house this time it's not shelby but kathleen who believes she made her brother disappear three days ago, so this is Shelby's OG reality. Brian's defeated slump. Don't be I felt so bad for him. He just wanted to get back to his partner the way Shelby wants to get back to his sister how do you know i was just with him and now he's gone in another reality i'm here with you things are getting a little out of control the grace partner (laughs) the grace (laughs) partner, i got her in my notes as faux partner is getting readings that the debris is in the water which isn't great because more agents will then come and then they might get stuck in this reality if they take it away Jumping clearly ain't working, only causing more damage to the universe. And then she's like, "Um, Brian, it's already started." Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit. Come on, pickety pock, pickety pock, pickety pock, pickety pock, 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 pock. Realities are just bleeding into each other, and the universe will eventually collapse onto itself. Shelby was lying because being reckless to get back to her was the way he expressed his love. <laughs> and he understands because he's feeling that desperation and only one jump to get back to Fanola, you know, platonically. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. But when we are apart, I feel it too. There are multiple conflicting articles out there about you know what exactly the context was of ryan's words and the actor himself said he meant it in a platonic sense and that's fair i think i even mentioned that in the episode like there's nothing to say he meant it romantically and it's okay if it wasn't meant to be a romantic display of affection we can take it there if we want to but that that feels all appropriate because even though i'm all in i also am like yeah they can can do another season of you know build up to that we ain't got to be there yet however there's some other articles that are quoting and i believe it's the same set actor if not the showrunner about them being soulmates and soulmates again does not need to be a romantic thing but fuck it I'm taking it as romantically. Because <laughs> why not? I don't even need. I'm one of those people that I don't even need a whole bunch of kissing and all that. Like it's great when it happens. But you know. I'm a Rashon shipper. So we waited like seven whole seasons for just a kiss. Uh, that whole Grace back and forth felt rather stupid. Telling her like just trust me. I'm like just just brick her. Can we not just brick her? Because we got things to do and trying to talk her down clearly is not working. Kathleen figured it out before Brian cuz she dipped. Said, "Look, George Jones is, Jones is dead. yo ass and killed him 2 days ago in a raid." Um and then she jumps, but this time Brian doesn't make it as co-pilot. And can we talk about the fact that Brian continues to kill George Jones if he stayed on the Maddox path? And if that's going to screw with him because i know that well we know that it was something that would have possibly happened he chose not for it to happen but the idea that there's realities where he did kill her father and he is aware of that but maybe i think at the end it was an indication that they don't have their memories and i'm guessing because they weren't the original co-pilots they don't have their memories i'm all suppositioning here finola now has a new partner named gibson and they're coming to investigate neither seem to be pleased with their uh partnership they trace the debris signature they call it in they go to the house where kathleen is now upon recognizing her last name realizes that she is the finola ryan was talking about and uh she hears that george jones is alive and she's like great he's the only one that can save the world she invites them in updates them on the situation what's going on they're seeing the splits in reality it's pretty creepy the one dude he Gibson he was really into watching that dude he's like I thought you was weird like what were you doing you're just sitting around being like this is cool this is super super cool um Gibson agrees that they should totally call her father who is not only alive and well but has never been through any of the drama and that Orbital is uh, still within his control. He tells her Kathleen must accept her reality now that her brother is gone. She's not getting them back and never mind what this Benavasi says. You be so Don't you know there can be no more jumping and they have a team en route to remove the debris. Craig is there listening to this whole conversation and he asked him his opinion. He's actually working for George, it looks like. He locates Brian Benevetti, who apparently was a trouble magnet and a war criminal. Oh my goodness. Oh my damn. Oh my goodness. I figured there was a lot of past in his past and I thought that Maddox being you know in this world saying I tried to help him I tried to reach out to him but it didn't help like they don't have that relationship but in their world they do have that relationship but I'm guessing he really helped mold like I've been saying before sometimes when people are in a really bad place and you get them to depend on you you kind of have your own personal mercenary and they want to believe that they're doing the right thing to make up for all the bad things that they've done. But he's following the wrong person and that's why he's so attached to Fanola because she's really genuinely a good person and not just pretending to be a good person. And I love this because it's going back to that Naomi Amos situation in season one in The Expanse if you watch that show. Kathleen walks away kind of trans-like with Fanola following. It is Shelby and Brian. They are able to write. That they can see them. And the way Brian be looking at her. Look to my. With great intensity. Then his confusion. at her confusion. Because they're strangers to each other. His slight disappointment. But he, get, he got over it pretty quickly. He starts to write something on a tablet. And then the reality disappears. God damn it, Jeff! With all the swelling music, I was getting real frustrated. (laughs) Stop taking their happiness away. Kathleen thinks that they must be close since they are able to see each other while the others, they could not. Finola confronts the fact that Kathleen lied to her that unfortunately, my father says that you shouldn't jump anymore and that you know we can't do anything further. We need to study this debris. She says that it's her fault because she kept making her brother do the jumps despite him not wanting to. And I will say how she got the jump on Finola, I do not know because she was announcing her intentions verbally and physically before she actually got out that door. At least Finola did not chase before the reset because I was like this could get very confusing, but then it did get very confusing and i'm still confused at the end of this and we'll talk about it kathleen comes comes back knowing that you know i keep jumping and everything looks worse but uh i can write i love you and apologize on a notebook ryan's like where the fuck is vanilla vanilla and grace are now partners Uh, The reading is now higher and there's a fracture in reality that is clearly noticeable from their distance. Finola comes to the door. She's all types of assertive, like bang, bang, bang. Fucking FBI. You need to clear the house. Uh, Kathleen updates her once again, but she's a little resolved this time. And she says, look, your partner and my brother, they want to speak with you because we've been talking finola in many versions apparently was helping fix this and they had gotten to bilateral deviation but no one knows what that means and the fact that there were many finolas that was just trusting brian across space and time is not doing anything to my heartstrings nothing at all um brian writes asked george to help and she says he's dead And then he writes, you believe the debris came here for for a reason. You believe in the world. Help save it. And it was just like words she needed to hear. Like he's trying to motivate her. He's being that other half of the partnership and not him leaning on her. I love it. But she doesn't have an answer. She doesn't understand. Time's running out as the team arrive to take the debris away. And the two decide that they are going to jump together. So that when she jumps now this is the one where her father was dead and she still didn't know brian as her partner Niels is back why he was driving like a maniac like it was grand theft auto i do not know and then he's like oh my god i know exactly what this is it's an alien invasion she's like no shut up why are we here why are we partners how did this happen wrote Fanola from no dad reality calls her dad and there's an emotional moment because she finds out that he is alive she's like no he's not because she's like my father's dead niels is like really oh that's horrible i just talked to him yesterday (laughs) they have an emotional moment where she's asking about bilateral deviation but he's not much help um and then he says or she asks, if this was the last time you could speak to me what would be the last thing you would say oh we don't have time things are dangerous or something to that effect and then she says what would be the last thing just entertain me and he's like okay i guess i love you and that was not very Like, I started side-eyeing George Jones again. (laughs) I don't still know who's behind um, Influx, but the fact that Orbital, every time, is usually in George Jones' hands, my guess is the only other person that can make Influx is either someone we have not met or George Jones himself. I don't know. I just don't know. And maybe he did die. I I I can't figure what the puzzle of the pieces are, but... I'm back to like side. Like he loves his child, but I think he also loves the science too. It's finola who realizes that they almost jump must jump together, synchronized, and she tells um them, because they are back and they're able to talk and communicate each other with each other, Jesus. And then you have Brian's very proud smile. Do the fucking best. Do the fucking best. And then they all jump but then when before they do, I should say Fanola says there's something she wanted to remember because she asked if we're going to remember this and I think Fanola in her dead daddy's world is going to remember something that her alive daddy told her. I'm not sure what it was though. It felt like there was a cut to something, but I'm not sure what. And then I did realize like, yeah, our Fanola is not going to know this, our Fanola. It's not gonna know this, but that other Finola is gonna know this, and this this mean we're gonna be jumping worlds again. I don't know. My brain can barely contain it all. The timeline is fixed, however, it's different because Craig doesn't confront his wifey at the restaurant about the divorce, and they have that whole confrontation. He hears about the restaurant reservation and just kind of brushes it off. And then when he gets home, he finds divorce papers on the table anton ash who we haven't seen in a little while is still playing mind games like yeah so you figured out where george jones was whoop-de-doo and by touching the guard he is able to decipher what the security code is and i'm not sure what's about to happen except he's probably going to break out what's he gonna do when he breaks out that's the question So i'm glad to see him coming back into the picture i need to know what is in that redacted file that has made brian a war criminal i think we're gonna get that um we're gonna get that story and i need that story because i'm sure it's gonna cause some uh angst and some feelings and some talks that i've been looking forward to for quite some time some more depth right So that is all my thoughts on this wonderful episode. Let's head into the mailbag.
2: is me shy I am here to talk about debris episode 10 which is part 2 to last week's episode um, of course last week we had the cliffhanger of Brian expressing to that realities Fanola that he was trying to get back to her and his reality and Yes, my shipper heart was pitter-pattering, and I loved it. Um, of course, I knew they were going to pull a, 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 a Flash Season 1, Episode 15. <laughs> that it was all going to be erased from existence. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, as soon as the episode started, and I was trying to figure out how the hell were they going to figure figure this out how are they gonna fix this and then we see that you know when they go this time it's completely it's like the they flip-flop from uh, last episode and that one it was brian and um shelby and this time that was going back and back and back in the realities and then well in the end it was brian but um this time it was finola and Catherine that we're trying to figure the crap out and um and i'm like yeah this is good let the smarter people be the ones <laughs> not to say brian is dumb i don't think brian is dumb i'm saying he, uh finola has more of the scientific mind um than brian and of course you know shelby said that kathleen is the smarter one so it would be left up to them that which i thought oh when i when i saw that it was kathleen and then i saw it was finola and that that kept going back and back and back and all that stuff i was like yeah this makes more sense to figure out how to fix this because i felt if it stayed with brian and shelby we might be on the struggle bus a little bit more i think they would have eventually figured it out and they were part of helping figure it out because they were able to communicate across the realities which i thought was neat Um, and quite not quite understanding how they were able to do it but the other people that were in the other bubbles weren't able to see them but which I mean again I I'm not questioning it maybe they explained it I don't know um, maybe because they they were touched by the debris probably I'm thinking because Brian and Shelby and then eventually well, Brian and Shelby, at first, were messing around with the debris so they can see into other realities and they, and they can see them and they can communicate. So, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, and then of course we, again, we got to see this time Fanola flip-flopping the partners and you know basically getting the same partners most of the time that Brian had. And it was interesting that I wonder the reality where her father was dead. I'm wondering if he if he committed suicide in that one, or I mean, I'm just curious to how what was the story on how he ended up being dead in that one version. But of course, they didn't get into that. Um, but yes. I really enjoyed this episode it kept me on my toes it kept me you know like engaged even though I was tired last night it didn't matter Uh, I mean it had me on pins and needles trying to figure out how they're gonna do it and then when they finally came up with the solution um, Fanola well with the help of her father well actually Brian um is the one that said it and then she had to go back and figure it out and talk to her dad which prompted her to have the idea um of them all jumping together at the same time and getting the thing at the same time and that brought back to the right reality um with obviously all all is well so i found it interesting that kathleen and shelby remembered what happened but brian and Fanola did not remember so i thought that was interesting when they came to the house <clears throat> and i also found it interesting i'm wondering what it means that maddox that whole situation with his wife happened differently so i wonder what snowball effect that's gonna have because um, he didn't get that explanation and that you know that scene with his wife and her explaining why she's doing what she's doing how she why she felt how she felt Um, I still think that's messed up that she just left him some divorce papers <laughs> and, and shot the deuces with the with their son but I'm wondering how that small change is going to affect things going forward so that was very interesting um so yeah so it's not exactly the same timeline as the original timeline it's an alternate still and so I find that fascinating because again you know we 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 all are into these time me why me type shows and obviously um the flash is near and dear to my heart so um I always first think of that show um and how they do their time stuff and uh yeah very interested and with this slight change and i wonder if if his father his his father if her father is still with garcia is that still the same so they didn't show that um anything with brian and um um you know what's going on with them other than them arriving to the house so i wonder if all that is the same although it was sad to have them you know have all that erased i mean it was good still great to see again it reminds me of of the flash season one episode 15 when barry ended up erasing that kiss from the timeline and it was like starting over um uh, of course this time neither one remembered and so (coughs) so it's it's interesting because like we know but they don't know so that's kind of uh, a unique way of looking at it now because we know how brian feels about Fanola, and so it's gonna be interesting going forward how that progresses but i am kind of glad in a way um that they don't remember, cause I mean, as excited as I was about that scene last week, um, I th- I like the way that I like the way it's going. I like I like how they're doing it, and I and of course I'm sure they know what they're doing. So, um, I just think they're not in a place to where those emotions need to be explored right now. So, um. Yeah, I mean, Fanola still has a lot to learn about Brian and vice versa. Um, and they, you know, they're still in the midst of this whole thing with George. And, um, so yeah. not the time or the place to be throwing that kind of stuff in the mix. So, I think that's all I got. I enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it had me on (laughs) pins and needles trying to figure out how the heck they were going to get out of it. Um... I like that they were able to communicate with each other and that definitely helped because I'm like, again, when it was Finola and the girl, I'm like, how in the world are they going to know anything because they're both ignorant to everything that Brian and Shelby knew. So that was, that was great that they had a, a workaround for that, but yes. Um, glad that there's more episodes. I thought this was the finale. So, very excited that we get a few more episodes to explore. Um, anyways, uh, that's all I got. So, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch. Shy?
0: Uh, Cheyenne fell for this shit hard, y'all. She had already compared it to West Allen. <laughs> she had turned this into a flash episode. Uh, I don't even remember the exact number. I, I mean, dang, you really holding on to that one? I, I ain't never <laughs> numbered which episode. I know everybody's like, we're taking your West Allen card away. Look, look, okay. Some I, I'm that deep into. That's just not. Y'all, I've already discussed who my hashtag number one is. And while Wes Allen is high on the list, it ain't that. Um. (laughs) Oh, what did I have to say on your feedback? Um, Yeah, I was with you. It felt like a group effort. Kind of needed both of them back inside. But just to think about how long they've actually been doing this. That's the crazy part because we don't know. They clearly got to some additional places that they didn't, you know, in the meantime of where we were seeing uh, them end up at. So, God only knows how long this was going. But I do like the fact that they did kind of reset everything. Like, that felt natural, right? The two people who set this all in motion were the twins. So, once they get back to their own reality... You know the dan folds like regular and yeah they found the debris but they never got lost so i thought that made sense why they would remember but finola and brian would not because if things all went back to normal they never got involved in that time loop to begin with um but the question is i think it's still open if the one finola that jumped because our original finola did not jump either um i'm not sure but it felt like we needed to pay attention to that scene. Uh, I will say with the comparison, I, I can't agree with the, that comparison to Wes Allen. And that can't, There was no declarations made. You know, It wasn't like we really lost something. It was more like we got a little glimpse into Brian's mindset. But there was nothing earth-shattering happening um, that would change the course of everything if it had continued to play out so while i i get where you're going with that comparison like it was a day that happened but not really happened i mean other than it you know us knowing that brian clearly values finola's partnership and his her his friendship with her I, i i mean and his love for her but that love isn't anything past what it was stated and i think me mentioning the two interviews in the in the beginning like I, i'm with you at the end like it didn't need to go there and this would be kind of like a tease in that direction if they were thinking about it and let's like not pretend as if studios don't do shit baiting i mean they do it all the fucking time that's how you start to get your audiences if you don't have your audience engaged then, what's the whole point? You don't get your ratings. You don't get people tuning in. It's a business. Don't take it personally. Feel still salty on the side, thinking, you know, why do we even have to have all this? Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a prequel to a deeper bond and relationship between these two people. Um, and I, I think that we've known that, but we just got to see a little bit uh, further the extent of that. But. You know wasn't anything where it's like oh that's too bad so sad <laughs> at least for me and uh last but certainly not least chucking her ass in this is what i get when i give people extra day you know i'll be like oh no i'll give you extra day feedback you know they was going to send it in last night but no you give them an extra day they're like no i'm not sending it in i do the same thing that's why i usually don't tell myself <laughs> i'm giving an extra day to do something that's why my ass is behind now but here comes trucking in uh at the 230th in the race one mimi
1: what up christina it's mimi this is feedback for debris episode uh 10 of season 1. I'm glad to hear that we are actually getting a couple more episodes because I don't know why, but I thought this was the season finale and we were just going to be left on a cliffhanger. So it's good to know we have three more episodes. I'm sorry this is late. I'm still not feeling well, but I have been trying to put my thoughts together, but my mind is a jumbled mess because I haven't eaten anything because mine stomach has been upset um but uh for the most part i really like this episode i liked how it started off with shelby and brian um but then we flip over and we see vanola and then the sister what was her name katherine kathy i think it's katherine yeah katherine um and i like the the dynamic between the two of them i like the way that uh Shelby worked with uh Brian and then I like the way that Catherine worked with uh Fanola I don't know why but the two pairings really worked for me and I don't know what it was about when uh Fanola saw Brian in the house when they were like the degradation the degradation um and the the realities all like filtering through the living room and Shelby had that sign that says we see you or we can see you or something to that effect my heart stopped I was like oh my god they could talk to each other and then Ryan like Ryan Ryan like scribbled something down and then it flashed away I screamed (laughs) it's pretty embarrassing my reaction but I could not believe what just happened like oh my god that sucks and um i could see that catherine i don't know why i'm thinking that that's whatever the sister um was getting through to finola when she saw brian and even though she didn't really know no brian it's just something about the way she responded to him that lets me know that maybe she felt something um when she looked at him or saw something maybe from because if we're being honest the way he was looking at her had me all in the feels so i think that she felt something from the way he was looking at her i don't know um maybe she felt something too but i mean it's really compelling you you go to someone's house and they know you they know your father i mean even though Vanola's dad was dead you know she was saying that he was helping her like everything that the sister was telling finola you could tell like it was ringing true and she's looking at her like she can't be making this up like she knows too much stuff like this is crazy so i'm sure the entire situation was um a lot for her and she felt something and then you know for the sister to see her brother her twin brother and you could see the feeling from that it, it just all it was all emotional and it was um pretty awesome and I think my favorite part of the story was when Fanola is trying to figure it out and Brian was like you know where's George he's like well he's dead and then he realizes like you know you said that um this debris could change the world help you save the world so save it like that had that whole conversation had me in the feels and Fanola's reaction to brian it was all very very like just all so cute and emotional um once they did put everything back together though um i don't know i i really i know maddox is like their boss or whatever and we saw like i don't know when uh there was in the one reality where george was alive and him and maddox were working with each other like i don't know i feel like they want us to i don't know if it's trust because that's kind of unbelievable especially with the last episode when he immediately told old girl to kill Brian how we're supposed to ever trust Maddox but I feel like they want us to either feel sympathy for him or feel compassion or something but I just don't like his wife your wife want a divorce and you don't want to give it to her like and this is honestly my personal opinion of the whole matter because the fact that he's holding on to her so tight says something about him like, if your wife is telling you, I don't want your forgiveness, I did this, I, I ruined our kid, our kid is, you know, not the same because of me, I did this, and I want you to be angry with me, I know you're angry, whatever, and you're not doing it, it, I don't know, it just, it just, it just says something about you. We know that he was working with, uh with those, Russians? He was, he was working with he's working against america and we know that he that one chick he seemed very familiar with so all we, for all we know he could have been doing some un unfaithful shit with old girl when the whole thing happened and he has his own guilt which i feel like just from w- the way he acts i think he does have guilt maybe his wife was driving but maybe he wasn't faithful to her maybe he was supposed to be doing like maybe they had planned for him to take or he was gonna drive they were all gonna go together and something happened it just seems like he has some type of underlying guilt around the situation and he's trying to hold on too tight for his own benefit and because we know him we know he's selfish and that is absolutely possible so his wife in this reality Going through with divorce, he didn't. You know, he didn't meet her at the restaurant to stop it or talk to her. He, she just got. He just got the divorce papers. I just really don't understand why they're trying to make us feel anything for Maddox because I don't. (laughs) I don't feel anything at all. The other thing was, um, I don't know what kind of powers the old dude that's in jail has developed from this debris. But the way he touched the security guard and then could see through his eyes or or maybe he could feel through his fingers, that actually makes sense. I don't know. Feeling feeling buttons wouldn't tell you what number they are. So he maybe he has he could see through the guy's eyes or feel through his fingers. I'm not sure, but that's crazy. And the other thing that's very unrealistic is the way that he all did it, because I know for a fact that they say step away put like they have like a it's like a basket or something and they put the tray in there and they would like step away from the gate like they don't even let the the, especially if you're in a maximum security facility they wouldn't even let old dude get close enough to that door to where he could even grab him like that so that's kind of unrealistic but whatever you know i deal with it <laughs> they wanted us to see something so i'm gonna let it slide so um i think that's all i got i know this is late and i knew you're gonna be mad at me i've been trying was actually working on trying to get my thoughts together for the flash and then i remembered i never even sent the debris one and then i saw you didn't getting- i saw myself being dragged on twitter so i was like oh shoot she right though so let me get this out so my bad um um, I'll end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. You know, the couch, Mimi out.
0: That was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. I felt bad because I didn't know she was sick. I thought she was just being lazy. In which case, all of my feelings were accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but she's sick, so now I feel bad. Only slightly. Um, But i don't have much commentary on your feedback actually uh agree with almost all of your fat, uh, points including the maddox thing the same thing i'm like if you're not listening clearly i'm not going to keep having a conversation with you i think mimi was feeling or not Mimi, shy was feeling bad. i was like nah bruh i keep telling you where i want to do i literally just told you some weeks ago i'd like to just leave and move away and clearly you don't want to go because your job so that just means i want to go with our son And I really don't need your permission. So you're clearly not going to have a conversation with me about it. So let's just like here, read these papers. I don't know what's going on with Maddox, but clearly he's not the best of persons. Not even a little bit, but I'm not even quite sure on George at this point. Uh, But yeah, everything else, the, the feels, the looks, everything was in this episode for the shipper bait and i'm really interested in getting into the next steps of of who brian is and what he's done because war criminal yeah you've you've killed a lot of people and i'm sure that's gonna cause um a little bit of a breakdown i think that the actor did say we're gonna be getting some flashbacks so there is that to look forward to i have been out there for the most part kind of sort of looking into the news for debris because mainly i want to see um you know if there's anything i need to know if we're getting our second season and also um oh crap i think i lost it i had a thought and now it's gone oh man so i had a really good thought it's it's nowhere to be found other than where's my sexy man time i miss him mm mm-mm that's us for this week. If you want to join the conversation at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. my social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. until the next time peace hair grease Blacko magic.